0: Man, yeah, come on, let's get put it together for our kids directors. Man, don't they look fly? <laughs> Woo! Oh, this is so exciting. I get to do something a little bit different today. Normally, I have a pulpit or I have a table, but kids, can I sit with you today? Is that okay? All right, Peyton, you mind moving that rock? That's gonna hurt if I sit on that thing. All right. Yeah, you all were wanting that, right? Oh, I get to sit with the kiddos. Let's see if I can do this. There we go. Let's- I got an iPad. That's how I got to read my notes, man. You're observant. I'm going to sit with you all, and I'm going to give a short little devotion, not just to you all, but I'm going to give a devotion to all the adults in the house. I don't know about you, but do you guys like Christmas? Adults, do you like Christmas? Okay, they're like, yeah. I love Christmas. I'm going to tell you. You love Christmas? I absolutely love Christmas. You know what I like about Christmas? Other than Jesus, that's right, girl. We get presents, but when I was a kid, now I'm talking like back when the dinosaurs were around, kid. Like I was—I'm old, 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 right? But I got this one present that I remember when I was about my daughter's age, eight years old, and I got a Nintendo Entertainment System. I know you're probably thinking, like, man, what is that? That's got to be some like an eight-bit on an old TV. But I loved it. Do you guys have a special gift that you remember that you got for Christmas? Matter of fact, we're gonna have some fun this morning. When I count to three, I want you to shout to everybody out there this morning what your favorite gift is. You ready? One, two, three. I heard slime. I heard all kinds of craziness going on up here. Nintendo. Oh, all kinds of fun stuff. Now, how about this? I got something else. How about the Christmas gift that you want this year? Ooh, think about it for a second. Okay, some of you know. But I'm going to count to three. If you got two, girl, you you can yell it out too. When I count to three, I want you all to yell it out to your parents, because your parents are listening. They want to hear it. All right, you ready? Yell it out. What you want? One, two, three. All right. I didn't hear any of that. I hope your parents got some of that stuff jotting down. Slime kit. Okay. We got all kinds of fun stuff. But here's the thing. So you notice that there's a candy cane right here? you see the candy cane right big giant man if that was real that would be so much sugar that'd be crazy but we don't need that much sugar but I but today I want to share just a short devotion with all these kiddos and with you guys out there in the audience this morning and those listening online the legend of the candy cane did you know that there's a legend about a candy cane Ooh, what yeah I'm telling you but see I want you to understand there's a there's a legend And the candy cane was first created back in the early 18th century. I'm going to break that down. Early 18th century, that's like before this country. But here, you can understand and identify with this. That's before they invented toilet paper. What? Oh, I know. That's a long time ago. But in many parts of Europe, does anybody know where Europe is? Raise your hand if you know where Europe is. It's across the ocean, France and Germany and other countries over there. But see, at that time... They had a ban on public displays of Christianity. What that means is you couldn't have a Bible in public. You couldn't have your cool necklace, uh, cross necklace. You couldn't have that Jesus rocks or Jesus loves me t-shirt. It's crazy, right? But this is how it was back then. But see, one man didn't like this. And This is where the legend comes in. One man didn't like this. He's like, you know, I don't like this. I, I, want, I want people, not just children, but people, to experience the love of Christ and to experience the joy of Christmas. But he's like, oh, I don't understand. How do I do this? The law says we can't, right? We have to obey the laws, right? But the law says we can't, but how do I do this? So he got on his knees and he prayed and he prayed and he prayed. And then what does God do when we talk to him? He talks back, right? He he answers our prayers, doesn't he? He answered this man's prayers. And he said, I'm gonna give you a gift to give to others that will show the love of Christ to other people still abiding by your laws. And this is when his great prayer led to this great idea, the candy cane. Come on, well, you guys like candy canes, don't you? So we have our shepherd's staff. So we notice it looks kind of like a staff, right? It looks like a shepherd's staff this morning. See, I find it interesting that the staff itself represents the great shepherd. Come on, church. We know who the great shepherd is this morning. It's Jesus. The great shepherd. But see, he was clever. He's like, I'm going to make it so people are always reminded of the the good shepherd. If you could raise that, that, that staff up for me so everybody can see that bad boy. There you go. After all, Jesus is the shepherd to his followers. And the Bible says the sheep, we all know that the sheep is us. Kids, the sheep is us that he's talking about would hear His voice. See, in Psalm 23, 1, it says this in the Passion Translation. I love this, because I want you to hear this. It says, the Lord is my best friend. Man, the Lord is my best friend and my shepherd. I have more than enough. Kids, I want you to hear that. Parents, when you got Jesus, you have more than enough in Jesus' name. You got more than enough, right? You got Him. You got everything. In John chapter 10, verse 27, verse 27, The Bible also says that my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Do you guys hear Jesus' voice at times? We listen, right? But see, Jesus, we'll work on that, girl. We'll get you. But Jesus said this. I want you to hear this. Jesus actually said these words in John chapter 10, verse 11. I am the good shepherd. Man, I could just stop there. I am the good shepherd. Not the, I'm the so-so, I'm the kind of partially there shepherd. I am good. You need to understand something here this morning. Everybody in this room, Jesus is good. He's good in all things in your life, and he'll work all things. But we're reminded that he sacrificed his life for us, his sheep, each and every one of us. Even the people that you're praying for at school, at work, in your families. Man, you're praying for for Uncle Joe who's crazy, but you're praying for him, right? We love him. But Jesus loves him even more. See, he is a rock. Pete do you have that rock? Can you hold that up for me, girl? See what I what I find it interesting is that the candy maker. And if you can pass this around so everybody can feel it, just don't throw it and be careful. Just anywhere around, we'll just toss it around here. See, the candy maker had a choice. He could have been man. I could have made that like a gummy bear. I could have made that like Skittles. Who likes Skittles? Okay, got a couple of adults out there. Y'all like I like Skittles, right? Taste the rainbow. I'm a '90s kid. So. He had a choice. He said, well, I can make it gooey, I can make it chewy, I can make it sour, I can make it lots of things. But I want to make it hard. Well, maybe you're asking this morning, well, well how come he made it hard? The like hard's kind of hard to chew, right? It's not so soft. But he wanted us to be reminded that Jesus was our rock. Come on, church. Is Jesus your rock this morning? Jesus is my rock. Jesus is our rock this morning. He's dependable and that strong. As you're passing that, that rock, it's actually a horse salt block, but it's still a rock. And all the horse people said amen. They understand that. But it's solid. It's dependable. It's not easily broken. But let it be a reminder to us this morning as we hold on to a candy cane, which you will later on. the parents are like, man, I want some peppermint. I need some sugar. And we're going to sugar up your kids too, like a grandparent. I love grandparents, man. You sugar them up and you just send them on their way. Yeah, grandparents say man." But it's dependable. See, in Psalm 31, chapter 3, it says, you are my rock and my fortress, it also says in Isaiah 44.8, there is no rock like our God. There might be other things and comforts in life that you experience. That's crazy, right? But there is no rock like our God. See, kids and adults, you need to understand something. Just like this rock, a good house is built on a solid foundation. It's not on sand. I mean, I'd like to be on the beach, but it's really not on sand. It's built on concrete. It's built on rock. It's built on something solid. So no matter what you go through adults and kids in life as you grow up, I know you don't want to grow up. You want to be a Toys R Us kid forever. Toys R Us closed down so you don't know what that means. But Toys R Us kids. Adults may remember what that means. You want to be a kid forever, right? You want to have fun. You want to have sugar. But someday you're going to grow up. Sorry. But always remember that Jesus is your foundation and your rock. And no matter what happens in your life You will not blow away like the dust and the the tumbleweeds, but you'll be rock solid. Now, I want you to look at this candy cane, everybody in the house this morning. You see stripes on there. Man, that's interesting. How come it wasn't one color? Why, why, Why stripes? Well, the stripes were added to the candy cane to signify and represent the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. And that he shed his blood for all of our sins this morning. And I want you to hear this, kiddos. I hear some of you coughing and sniffling, and hopefully I'm probably going to get that, but that's okay. We're going to pray because the the beauty of this is it says right here in Scripture that by His stripes we are healed. So that means you can actually pray for your healing. Did you know that, adults? Did you know that this morning? If you're suffering with something and you need a healing touch from Jesus, if you need a healing touch from God this morning, it's available to you. And we're going to pray later about that. But by his stripes we are healed. Now now you're looking at the colors, right? Red and white. Man, how come not like uh, unicorn rainbows? Why not orange? My favorite color, right? Well, how come, why red and white? Or purple? Or purple pink? Right? It could have been blue. It could have been all kinds of colors. This is so fun. I need to do this more often. But the red on the color, I want you to look. The, the red on the candy cane, it symbolizes Jesus' blood. That's right, girl. It symbolizes the blood of Jesus. And as we hold that candy cane, we need to be reminded that that blood washes over us so that we can come to our our Father, God in heaven, and we can talk to him. I know, that's crazy, right? In Revelations chapter one, verse five, I'm, I'm gonna read the last part of it because this, this is so powerful. It says, to him who loves us and has freed us, has freed us from our sins by shedding his blood. See, Jesus and that, those red stripes, we are free from anxiety. We from free from worry. We're free from boredom. I know. Getting tired. You need some sugar. We're free. Come on, I want everybody to say it's count of three. I want you to say three. One, two, three. Free. We are free in Jesus' name. Now how about the white? There's another color on there, right? There's white. This represents the holiness and purity of Jesus, who is sinless, did no wrong, but yet he paid the price for each and every one of us, and those who are not with us this morning, for us to come to our Father in heaven. He paid the price in full for all. It says in 1 John chapter 1-7, through or it says, but if we are living in the light, man, we're in the light. Literally, we're in the light. But we're in the light of Jesus this morning. As God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other And the blood of Jesus. His Son cleanses us from all sin. Kids, I want you to, I want you to look at me. I want you to, adults, you can look too, but I want to talk to the kids for just a second. You are free in Jesus' name from worries, anxieties, the things that happen in school. But you need to understand something, all of you, that you have value, that you are important. Did you know that God even knows the number of hairs on your head? He knows how many gray hairs I have. That's why I got a Santa hat on this morning. Because I got all kinds of gray going on up here. Yeah, I know, I know. We'll talk about that later say, you need some hair dye, right? But you need to understand, what? That's totally funny. Man, we got a hard crowd here this morning. But see, here's the thing. You are valuable, and you are beautiful, and you are deeply, deeply loved by God, that he would send Jesus and Jesus only for each and every one of us this morning. The love of Christ was a gift. We have Mary and Joseph up here already, okay. (laughs) It's a gift. See, and the candy cane was a gift, and it was intended to be just that, something that we would freely give to people. And just like we're going to do at the end of service this morning, and you kiddos are all going to get a candy cane at the end of service. I know I got everybody's attention. Amen. But he made us a gift representing the love of Jesus that was the gift of salvation. So when you receive a gift of a candy cane, we need to be reminded that, man, we get a free gift, and that gift is Jesus but here's the thing you gotta open it how many of you kids up here if you got a big old present under the tree and man it looks you know it's that that thing you've been wanting do you just leave it under the tree on Christmas what do you do you open it how many times how many years has that gift been under the tree that we have an open of salvation this morning 50 couple okay well you guys know Jesus I know you do there's some people that don't but you do but see, in John chapter 3, verse 16, it says this For this is how God loved the world. He gave a gift. He gave his one and only Son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. See, God is the best giver in the world. Can we agree on that, church? We can't outgive God no matter what we do. And the greatest gift that we have is Jesus. Even more than that Nintendo, more than that slime kit. I know kids, girls are like, Mm-mm. no, he is. I promise you. He's a better gift than all those things. You have a wonderful gift. You are a part of God's family. All of us here this morning are a part of God's family. You're not just sons and daughters and kiddos to your parents and grandparents, but you're a son and daughter of God most high. In each, the same is true for all the adults out there this morning. You're a son and daughter. Don't let anybody ever tell you different in Jesus' name. Now we have candy's got to smell like something, right? It can't smell it can't smell bad because ain't nobody going to, yeah, nobody's going to eat that, right? It smells, yeah, you can go ahead and pass that. But they chose peppermint. they are like, wow, well, how come that rainbow smell? I guess that's a thing. Uh, um, what, why not some other kind of f- smell like cheesecake, si- spiced cinnamon latte? Why not chocolate? How come not apple, apple sour? Because it this represents, and I don't have a picture of a hyssop branch, but this is actually very si- similar to a hyssop branch. It was used in the old te- testimony, the testimony, testament, for purification and sacrifice. So when we smell this, we're reminded of the, yeah, I gotta, we're passing around, all the kids are getting happy now, we got essential oils going on up here, yeah, you're welcome. But it's supposed to remind us of the fragrance that's pleasing to God, and Jesus is pleasing to God. We're also reminded that the spice and herbs were given, yeah, go ahead and just pass it down when you're by the wise men. And they came to Jesus in Matthew chapter 2 verse 11. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother Mary. They bowed down and worshipped him. They opened their treasure chests and gave him gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now we're on to the kind of candy it is. You ever notice, I'm sure everybody up here out there has had a candy cane before in your life. You notice that the candy cane is, it has to be broken, right? Kind of hard, it's kind of big to put it in your mouth. See, you have to break it into pieces. You ever wonder why that's, that's the case? Adults, you ever wonder why we, ha- we break a candy cane? Why? Well, I'm glad you asked. Because it was made to represent the broken body of Jesus. So he knew that when he made this candy cane, when people broke it, that people would be constantly reminded in communion that his body was broken for us. And in 1 Corinthians eleven twenty four, 24, Jesus took some bread, gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it into pieces and said, this is my body, which is given to you. Do this in remembrance of me. When you break the candy, when you all get all the kiddos, when you get your sugar buzz going on later and you break that candy, be reminded that his body was broken for you. And if I can have the shepherd, if you can turn that staff upside down for me. What I find is so interesting, so clever. I, man, God doesn't leave anything out. Man, so detail oriented, thinking of everything. Man, that'd be a giant candy cane right there if that was a real candy cane. Hmm. But what does that look like now, kids? J. J. What do you think that, that J stands for? Jesus. Okay. Can we, can we say that on, on the count of three? One, two, three. Jesus. All right. Jesus. So when they turn the candy cane upside down, kids would be reminded, man, this is what Christmas is really about. It's not about a candy cane. It's not about peppermint. It's not about slime kits, even though those are cool. It's about Jesus. See, in Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, it says, And she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus. I want you to listen now. This is really important. For he will save his people from their sins. So you need to understand something. There is power in that name of Jesus. Did you know that every time you say the word Jesus, that demons flee? Did you know that when you declare the name of Jesus, people are healed in Jesus' name? Adults, do you believe that this morning? There is power in the name of Jesus. And I love that we turn a candy cane, something so delicious. Turn it upside down. We're just reminded of the love of Jesus. Now, guys, i got to be honest with you. I, I don't know if this is 100% true. I believe it is. It's a legend, so I don't know. I didn't. I didn't grow up in the 1800s. Thank goodness, because I would not want not toilet paper and all other things. Right? Be awful. But they did it. I am older than dinosaurs. Good call. We'll talk about that later, maybe. But see, but we need to be reminded of Jesus, right, kids? We need to be reminded of Jesus. See, we have candy canes, not just for all the kiddos up here. But we have candy canes for each and every one of you. And in those candy canes that we're going to hand out at the end of service, you're going to see a little note in there. And it's really just a depiction of everything that we're talking about this morning of the candy cane and the importance. Whether the legend is true, it doesn't matter. It still represents, it still reminds all of us as kids. I'm a kid. Kids and adults alike. See, I like being up here with kids. I can tell them they're the adults and we're the kids, right? I'm a kid. I'm a kid at heart. But it reminds us of the real, the real reason of the season. It's not for presents. It's not for Santa. But it's for Jesus. Can I get an amen this morning, church? So with that this morning. All right, guys. I got just a few more minutes. I know. You're going crazy, Pray. With every head bowed and every eye closed. Even everybody up here, if you could just bow your heads for concentration in just, just a moment. Like all the gifts that we get on Christmas. Man, we're eager to open those gifts. We see them under the tree, and we want to open those gifts. But today, this morning, an important morning, I believe, for some, that that present's been sitting under there for a long time. Maybe they just noticed the present, but that present is the gift of free salvation for you and the blood bought Jesus Christ. But unlike these gifts, this one came at a heavy price. It was paid in full. Jesus' last words said, It is finished. Some of the most important words in Scripture, it is finished. But so you need to understand something that it is finished. Your failure, your pain, and your sin, it's finished and it's washed under the blood of Jesus if you would come to Him. So maybe, just maybe, man, we had all kinds of fun with these kiddos. Maybe you came here just to watch a kid's service, just to watch kids have fun and go crazy on sugar. Maybe just to have a, a little fun. Maybe you've never been to church before and you were just blessed by these kids. But, but what if, what if you came for one reason and you left with Jesus? And I, and I don't mean Jesus on the wall or nativity scene, Jesus. I mean a real personal Savior that has come and has died for you and that is waiting to come again. That relational God that he would send, his one and only. So if that's you this morning, even if that's you, kiddos, up here, is nobody looking. I want every head bowed and every eye closed. I want this just to be a moment for you, between you and God this morning. If that's you this morning, if you want to open that person, if you want to go out, it's an action. You've got to grab it. You've got to open it for yourself. Could you raise your hand? I can't see the hands, so I'm just going to assume there's hands out there this morning but with every head bowed and every eye closed. Kiddos, can, can we do this? Can we all pray together with our heads bowed and our eyes closed with, with the adults out there? And Can we repeat after me what I say? Is that okay? Okay. Father, I'm a sinner. Forgive me. I need Jesus. I believe your son died on the cross, rose on the third day, and is now alive with you. Starting today, I will turn from my sin, chase after you all the days of my life. I am now a follower of Jesus, saved by grace, through faith, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Can we put our hands together for everybody that received Christ this morning? What? Johnny Lumber, what are you doing here, man?
1: I've ran that fast since that critter ran up my long jones and bit me in
0: my butt cheek, Pastor Eric. Well, but what I don't understand is why are you running up here, and why do you have a present like half your size? Well, good old Johnny Lumber
1: woke up this morning. and I said, oh, who bought Johnny Lumber a big old present? But as I looked closer, it said to Pastor Eric, deliver immediately. So I'm, I ran as fast as I could.
0: See? You, you ran all that way just to deliver me a present. Yes, I did. But at
1: first, I
0: didn't know if I could
1: do it. I mean, it is a busy time of year for me, cutting down all those Christmas trees and whatnot. I mean, I cut down 300 a day, 100 with my bare hands, 200 with gloves on. But I got down on my knees and I said, dear Jesus, please help me. Give me the strength and the running power to deliver this package to Pastor Eric. In Jesus' name, amen. And look, I made it on
0: time. You did make it on time. How about that? Jesus, help me. Well, I got to tell you, man, I I know you're a busy man. I know you're cutting down trees with your bare hands. Yep. 50? 100. 100. Actually, 300. Let's just just double it. Let's just go down. Double down. Just say 300. Sounds better that way. Round it up.
1: Well, well, I gotta say, have I, you ever cut a hundred trees down with your bare hands? No,
0: sir. Then you can't leave that out. Okay, we gotta leave that. We gotta leave the bare hand part in there. Yeah. Okay, no gloves, no, no, no chainsaws, none of that. Two hundred with gloves. Two hundred. All right, we'll go with two hundred. Hey, I gotta tell you, man, I, I, I appreciate it. I really do. But, but, should I open it?
1: Well, I did just run all this way. I mean, yeah, open it. What's inside?
0: Okay. K- kids, what do you think? Do you, do you think we should open it? Okay, you want to help me? Let's let's. Yeah. Take- yeah. Oh, Oh, there's a note in here. Hold on, hold on. Raccoon. Oh, boy, I hope not in a raccoon. (laughs) I think that was one of the critters that ran up my lawn, John, that one time. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, Johnny Lumber, you said this presents to me? Yeah, it said to Pastor
1: Eric, deliver immediately.
0: But see, see, what I'm reading right here, it says from Jesus. Okay, I got that. But it says to the CFC Caldwell kids. That's you guys. Man, I, well, what's, what's inside for the kids? I don't.
1: I well, thought you said it was for me. Well, let's open it up
0: again. Teddy, teddy bears. bears
1: for all the kids. Hey, hold, hold on, on, hold there, on, kiddos.
0: I think Johnny Lumber but, is going to well, take on. him into the kid oh, zone and hand them out to y'all. On.
1: How about we go look back at that to the kid zone and I'll hand all these teddy bears out to y'all.
0: Fantastic! Is that a good idea? Do you guys yeah. want to follow Johnny Lumber to the kid Put zone him, to get some presents? Back in there. All right. Fantastic! All right, follow Johnny Lumber. He's gonna take the presents. Parents, come on! As they're making their way out, I just ask you if you have a seat. They're gonna file out of here, but can we put our hands together for our kids? They work so many hours, so long, hard.